Hey everybody, welcome to the first installment of The Spotlight, Maroon PR's podcast. Uh, thanks for downloading and I uh, hope you continue to do so. Um, joining me today is Jen Bloomer, Alex Jackson, Chris Daly, and our lovely and talented producer, Johnny Goldsmith. Um, for our first podcast, we thought we'd talk about, well, podcasts uh, and the reality of how uh, storytelling essentially, and working with the press has changed uh, over the last 10, 15 years. Um, you know, I, I remember a few years back when the newspaper industry started to falter and printed newspapers were going away and they were really trying to figure out what the hell was going on with, uh, um, you know, how to, how to charge people for online content and this, that, and the other thing. And our industry literally freaked out. Everybody was nervous. The sky is falling. How are we going to tell stories if there's no newspaper men around? What's happening? It's a catastrophe. And while it's very sad for us dinosaurs who love news, the newspapers, newspapers rebounded. They figured it out. And because of things like podcasts and social media and bloggers and influencers on social media, there are more ways to tell client stories now than there have ever been in our lifetime. And uh, things are great for the public relations industry. Um, yeah, and just building on that, I think, you know, when you look at the media landscape, they have opportunities, so many more opportunities to tell their stories. So where they, they were figuring it out at the same time companies were figuring out how to tell their own stories. And this, you know, idea of, you know, the media owns their content. Businesses now own their own content as well. But, you know, the media has, um, you know, their own podcasts that they're telling their stories on through podcasting. They have extras. They have web content. There's so many more ways for us as PR people to kind of connect with the media. Yeah, I think it respect. just comes down to packaging your news these days and, and how to distribute that to certain audiences. There's an audience out there that still does read the newspaper. There's an audience that only reads things online. There's a obviously a growing audience for podcasts. So, the you know, traditional media is trying to start their own podcasts and, and distribute their news that way, whether, you know, aside from just having the, the local live morning news or evening news. So it's, it's, it's really a matter of taking your stories and breaking them up and pack, packaging them to, to reach certain audiences and how they like to reach their news and podcasts is, is great. Yeah. Hey, Alex, you're a young guy. You're still young. And uh, when, when you were, uh, you know, getting into the, the business and on the journalism side with the Baltimore Business Journal and the Capital Gazette, you were kind of right in the middle of the whole thing, right? When things were starting to turn and the papers themselves, the physical papers were in flux and social media was just starting to really become a powerful media tool. How did that, from your perspective, kind of impact, well, everything? Well, it was a scramble. Um, I think people for a long time and people still don't really know how to use it to the best of their ability. Um, they're trying different things, uh, trying new podcasts, new ways of delivery. Um, but podcasting, there's definitely value there. I mean, people are commuting in their cars, people are working out, people are spending a significant amount of time of their day where they can have headphones in and they're a captive audience for whatever message you want to deliver. And, um, you know, like myself, I spend about two and a half hours each day in the car and I listen to a number of podcasts and there's just that time of day that people uh, realized, I think, through social media, through podcasting, that um, they weren't reaching people and they're trying different ways to now. 
It's this idea of the on-demand content. Um, and so when you talk about, you know, there's so much that's going on in our lives, you know, how do we ingest content? And so podcasting, you see it through radio. Um, Johnny, kind of how your industry is changing um, with this on-demand content, but you'd, you, it's allowing people to view and listen on their leisure. Yeah, you would think, me being a radio guy, you would think, yeah, oh, he probably doesn't like podcasts. It's invading. I mean, you talk about it with newspapers. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're adapting. Our, our shows on radio, we're turning them around into podcasts because, Alex, as you talked, um, it's so easy to, to listen to. It's so easy to engage an audience with a podcast. It's goes back to the DVR and TV. You know, we watch a show when we get home, or, or we're not there to watch a show, so we DVR it. And then after we put the kids to bed, we watch it. This is like that, except so much on a higher level because your your phone's in your pocket. That's that's playing your podcast, and you're in the car for two hours, like you said, Alex. You can listen to anything you want. You can listen to the radio, or you can you know listen to a podcast, something you're really interested in. And it's you, nowadays it's just downloaded downloaded to your phone. It's it appears in your playlist. It's so easy to target um, who you want your message message to get to. And uh, if, if you like X and this person's talking about X, you're going to hear about that, what they're talking about. It's because somehow through all the algorithms and everything, it's going to be directed towards you. So it's really a, a great way to get your message out to to someone who would be attentive to what you're talking about. Well, and then the attentiveness is a good point, Johnny. I mean, I think I think the cool thing about this, as opposed to when you get a uh, maybe get a get a client on a television show or on a radio show, which is all really valuable and a big part of what we do. So I want to make that clear. But when someone downloads your podcast, you got them. That is a captive audience that clearly ha- cares about the subject matter at hand. You don't have to worry how many people saw this and actually cared or reacted to it. By downloading, by taking a minute out of their lives and downloading your podcast, they're saying, this is something I give a crap about. I'm going to pay attention to it. So it's very targeted and as a result, very impactful. And it's, and it's great because you can, you know, you get to work. All right, pause it. Go work. Have a, your lunch break. I was really into that. Let me continue. Yep. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you go to the gym, you do, I mean, it's so great. It's at your fingertips and uh, they're so user friendly. And I think, um, the real opportunity with us and our clients and, um, just building this, this part of our business is finding the topics that people want to connect with. So you have, mm-hmm. we have, you know, your, your business has a specific audience that they can speak, speak to. Um, they have specific interests. And like John said, if you can get the, find those people and they download it, then you have them captive. And it's even it's it's even better than a social media like or a, you know because that's that landscape is is changing of how you reach people on social media because there's so much content out there. Um, this is a way for an action a user to take an action, download it, and then they can control when they listen to it. I agree. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out the world. It's interesting the way it kind of evolved because they were talking about our company 10 years old so you know referencing back mm-hmm. eight or nine years ago you started seeing like ESPN and the Washington Post uh, starting to do some co- podcasts so they kind of popped up and then they kind of went away for a little bit and now it's seems like they're back almost for good and and it's 
generating a lot more momentum. Um, I started getting into them with the the podcast Serial, mm -hmm. and I was on a long car ride, and it was just it was like a book on tape, but uh, a lot more compelling. And you know now we're just starting to see the mainstream media. You know they all have podcasts as extensions of you know what they're covering in the news and and you know for our industry it's great so we we can kind of set up a podcast we can talk about pr issues that are affecting pr hopefully have some guests on but um yeah i think still a lot of people are still trying to figure it out and um but i think it's back to stay now for sure yeah and i think in some ways it's kind of replaced the traditional column in a newspaper um you know there used to be your you know favorite columnist that you would go read in a newspaper maybe there still are in some big cities there still are but um nowadays uh my you know i listen tune into the bill simmons podcast i um you know listen to tony kornheiser's podcast i don't read much of what they write because a they're writing less and b they're, they're talking about it talking yeah. about it so much and talking about it on podcasts and um you know talking about so many different things on podcasts uh it's kind of replace that in the newspaper where you know pages are coming down in newspapers across the nation um and you know it's really just a great place for discussion like this yeah i mean look in some ways it's still a little fledgling right i mean you got to find the audience you mm -hmm. got to make sure you can reach in the right people that care about it and you've got to make it compelling content i hope whoever's listening thinks this is somewhat <laughs> compelling um but i think as as uh these these podcasts continue to grow. The industry continues to grow. More people will understand that it's easy to do. They get loaded on their devices. I still think there's a decent amount of people out there that are like, okay, how do I listen to this? Mm -hmm. What do I do? How do I download it? But that changes each and every day. And we have so many passionate clients, and that you know, they're everyone's very passionate about the business they work in and the work that they do. So. This is just really exciting as a way to let them tell their story and tell it naturally and effectively and like have conversations um, and just extend upon, you know, the stories that we're telling through social and through the media. And that's one of the most interesting things that I get out of podcasts is the interview side of things, mm -hmm. because a radio interview is what, you know, two minutes, four mm -hmm. minutes, whatever, um, four minutes tops. But when you when you find a podcast that you like with interesting subjects um, you get a much longer interview, in-depth interview. I feel like interview sub interviewees kind of get a little bit more personal on a podcast. They might feel a little bit more comfortable in a podcast. So that's one of the things that stands out to me is just, you know, if, if you have somebody in your company that wants to be a thought leader or get out there, um, you know, a podcast is a good, a good avenue to go because you can just, you can talk a lot longer, you can control your message, but you're, you're ultimately also just talking about the subject that you you know about that you're the expert on and you can get a little bit more in depth so look i, th I think the bottom line is that um the podcast is a growing uh sort of uh um mechanism in which to tell the story and uh and and as clients and uh um the general public start to figure it out a little more and start to get more comfortable with it as a way in which to tell their story and they know they're going to reach a captive audience, I think you're only going to see it grow. I don't think Chris mentioned earlier that for a while there it went, it went away, right? It started early and then I don't think a lot of people were gravitating to it and they pulled away and now it's kind of back and, and I think all indications are it's probably back for good. Johnny? I, I definitely agree and another great thing about podcasts is once it's out there, it's, it's out there. 
um, you know, there's sports podcasts certainly that become dated when you're talking about last night's game. But if if you're doing a uh, a podcast talking about um, wine or something, you know, that's out there. I mean, mm-hmm. five years from now, you can still find this podcast talking about wine and about how you know where the best wineries are in America. And if you're into wine, you're gonna like that. That's a good point. So it, it's that's content that stays you know, around, right? Yeah. It's this is something that can still be found even, um, you know, maybe not years, it might be stretching a little bit, but just because you put a message out there, you may not get the immediate, like, uh, clicks and views and listens, but um, it, it's out there. And, and if, if I'm into wine, and like you said, some people don't aren't fully grasping podcasts yet. Three months from now when, oh, yeah, I'm into these podcasts now. You know, I, I like wine. Let's say, oh, here's, here's this wine podcast. It doesn't matter. It's four months old yeah look i think it's a good point too i think a lot of times when you do discuss um items you could either do a couple things right make sure that it's evergreen like we've mentioned the wine uh wine podcast and some subject matter along those along those lines can be evergreen or update it right revisit it as, as things evolve just to keep it fresh but once it's out there it's out there and uh um, you know, I think I think we're going to see continue to grow. We hope we, we hope this one grows. So, you know, thanks for downloading this one, our first one, the first episode of uh, the Spotlight Maroon PR's podcast. Um, if you have an idea for a subject moving forward, please send us a tweet at Maroon PR, and we'll definitely do it. And we'll bring on guests, and we'll continue to evolve uh, um, our show. And we hope you continue to download it and tune in. Thanks. <laughs>